0: Well, Chess, well, just, just, you know, amazing that somebody uh, like Mora is in our space, too. You know, we, we talked about, you know, a few years ago when we started this process that nobody was talking about anxiety at work. And now we've got uh, Mora putting out a book, The Anxious Achiever, uh, you know, a podcast where she's interviewing, in many cases, celebrities, etc. And I, I just... Love that She's saying, yeah, now after the pandemic, if there's a silver lining, we can talk about this subject.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and that was she was so open and vulnerable about her bipolar, too. Yeah. You know, I loved when she talked about her personal disciplines. You know, we do that always at the very end. She really up front. Hey, I take my medication. I go to my therapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, exercise for me is more important than sleep. Um Very open about it, that, you know, therapy is a good thing, Mm -hmm. that it took her a while to get her meds right. You know, so often, you know, people can get frustrated that it doesn't work right away. And so they ditch that. And uh, I I really appreciated her being just so vulnerable. The other one is that perfectionism is a habit, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, manage that habit. Right, uh, uh, perfectionism, catastrophizing, which is a word we've heard before, which got to get you bonus points in Scrabble somewhere. Yeah? <laughs> and the um, the imposter syndrome that these are habits and that they're misunderstood, and you've got to manage those habits, which I thought was really insightful because sometimes we think I'm a f- perfectionism, I can't do anything about it.
0: Not true. I, I think that's really a really good point because, as she says, anxiety drives. Not only perfectionism, imposter syndrome, um, you know, pushing ourselves, workaholism—you know, a lot of things—and and we tend to make that part of our culture. And we've talked about this before that it's got to stop. We've got to, uh, we've got to realize our our brains need time to to decompress, whether we have anxiety or not. But her point is, look, every manager is anxious. We pay them I, to be anxious. Yeah, and I fact, love that. Yeah, and, and we, we do themselves a disservice. I remember when we studied, I think when we wrote All In, we wrote about the Denmark culture, where a manager is just another job. It's just a person who who, who directs things, but there's no more prestige to this job. or no, But there's also no more pressure or stress to that job. You know, in uh, North American cultures and many Western cultures, we put so much pressure on that manager to be perfect, to see everything down the, down the pike. Uh, you look at sports teams. Who's the first person to get fired if they have a bad season? <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, not yeah, the, it's, it's not the, you know, the star athlete. It's the person who's the managing them, right? It's the coach. I, I got to thinking
1: about that. I thought, so if the manager I hired isn't anxious. Am I paying them too much? Like I'm paying, if you're not anxious, what am I paying you for? Um, My last takeaway that I loved was when she said, for her, managing her anxiety and mental health is she needs people. Mm -hmm. She needs people around her. And I, I love that because so often we push away because we don't feel worthy. You know, we don't feel like we want to burden people uh, with that when in reality, our best friends, the people that care about us the most, that's the burden they want to carry. They want to be helpful. I yeah. thought it was a lovely way to end the podcast.
0: It was. Yeah, I think my last thought was was her last thought as well. And you know, she's summarizing a lot of work that she's done and just saying, "Look, anxiety is normal, but but it's telling us something." And instead of getting overwhelmed by it, you know, thinking through, "Okay, I'm feeling um, overwhelmed by making this presentation," What's that telling me? Am I, am I not prepared? Do I not know the subject? Is there, is there something going on behind the scenes? Am I worried about somebody in the room? What can I do beforehand? And you st- play this role of detective to figure out why is this causing this? And is this something that I should process or something I should just let go? And and that's what great detectives do. Uh, they take in all the information before they make decisions. Instead of, oh, it must be Stan's in there. Stan always makes me nervous. No, there's something else going on. You keep digging until you really figure out what's going on. That's, that's really powerful. Yeah, the
1: curiosity piece. Yeah. Well, as always, we want to thank our wonderful producer, uh, Brent Klein, who takes the mess that we put together in these pre-records and makes it sound wonderful and engaging and spectacular. And of course, Christy Lawrence, who helps us find all these amazing guests and all of you that tune into our podcast. We so appreciate everybody's busy that you would take the time. We don't take that for granted.
0: We we certainly do. We also love to speak on anxiety, culture, leadership. So, you know, please give us a call. We'd love to uh, talk about your event, whether it's virtual or in person. Um, Pick up a copy of our book, Anxiety at Work. And don't forget to visit thecultureworks.com for some free resources.
1: Yeah, and share this podcast with your friends and family. If it helped you, it might help them. And that's what we're really all about, is to help people manage their mental health and their anxiety. Well, Adrian, another wonderful podcast. Always great to see you, my friend. You are one of those people in my life that when I get anxious, I make sure I don't call. Because, well, let's face it, you make me anxious. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody, have a great week. I was going to say something (laughs) nice after that. (laughs) Take care, everybody. Be well. Cheers. Thanks, everybody.